Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. This episode is brought to you by the All In by Teddy Journal. And guys, you know I'm a Real Housewives fan. That's what I do in my 30 minutes of free time every week. So when I had the opportunity to bring you guys this journal, I was borderline giddy. I have tried over 15 different journals with my morning routine in the last couple years. And I love this one so much because it is super simple. It has three prompts every morning to help prioritize and organize your day. And then it has three prompts every evening to help you recap on what worked and what you can improve on. Plus, who doesn't love a tool that helps you stay organized, supports your daily gratitude, and the best part, the journal is made by a local Canadian company that is family-run and female-led. So it is truly all the things. You can grab your journal today through the link in the show notes and save 20% by using the code HOLLY20. That's HOLLY20. And I cannot wait for you guys to rock your morning routine. So grab your journal and tag me in your Instagram stories and let's really kick off the school year right with an organized plan. You are listening to episode 49 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And in this week's episode, we are chatting about how to use video to increase your brand's visibility. And to do this, I want to introduce you to my friend, Liz McVoy. Liz is a marketing and brand consultant with 10 years industry experience and does all the things creative from video production and design to brand positioning and marketing tactics. Liz is all about helping women entrepreneurs transform and scale their business through her signature trio of branding, marketing, and multimedia. And today, we're going to dig into the multimedia piece. And by the way, Liz also has a brand new baby and a two and a half year old. So she gets what it's like to be busy. And she talks about how to fit in some of these multimedia tips into your everyday schedule. When not creating or consulting or coaching, Liz loves to cook and tend to her garden and spend as much time as she can with her two little kids. You guys are going to love Liz and you're going to love this episode. So make sure to grab a pen and paper and take notes. Let's get to the show. Hey, Liz, welcome so much to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? Hi, Holly. I'm so excited to be here. My day is going really, really well. I'm kid-free today, so I'm all yours. Nice. And you guys can't see, but Liz looks amazing. She's like all dressed up and she'll tell you her story, but she has so much on her plate. And so I'm so excited for her to share um, her tips and tricks with you. So Liz, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and yeah. Sure. So I am a 10 year video marketing executive. So I've been working in video production, branding and marketing for the past 10 years. I have a degree in film production. And I really started out, actually, I started off studying business school 
And I transitioned to doing something more creative because I really wanted to have connection and storytelling and build authentic relationships with people. And video is such an incredible way to do that. And when I first declared it to my parents of like, I'm coming home, I'm transferring universities, I'm changing my major. Oh, and I got an internship in Los Angeles to work at this production house. They were like, what are you doing? No one ever makes money in Hollywood. I was like, that's not the goal, you guys. Like, I just want to do something more life-giving. So fast forward a decade, here I am. And now I work nine to five as a video producer and web designer. And then I have an online business that I actually pivoted from in-person to online during COVID. So right now what I do is I partner with women entrepreneurs who are creative and resourceful, and I help them build premium brands through video and marketing. So I work with women who either have a business or have an idea and they want to increase their visibility. They want to scale their business towards that six-figure level. And they want ultimately financial freedom so that they can spend their time with their families or working, doing something that they want for their own wellness. Um, Or maybe they are looking to leave their nine to five, or maybe they want to keep their nine to five and just have that extra cash. So that's kind of my very boiled down journey from business to film. And I landed here and now I look at my parents, of course, they see me as this like accomplished, (laughs) wonderful person, not like singing my praises or anything, but they're like, wow, that was really a great transition because this was when I made that switch was like right when YouTube was coming out, right when Instagram was taking off. So the world of digital and uh, video storytelling has exploded since then. So especially with COVID and everybody moving their businesses online and still trying to find that connection, uh, video is key in that. So that's what I'm here to do, help women tell their story through video. Yeah, I love that. And let's just pause for a minute and take note that she just transitioned her business and has been uber successful during a global pandemic and also has a two and a half year old and a newborn. So I, I really feel like you guys need to take notes on this episode and really <laughs> listen to all of her tips because I'm, I'm super impressed. Um, but let's dig into how to use video more to create a more visible brand, which is our topic today. Can you tell us why it's so important and so effective to stand out and just to have as part of your brand? Absolutely. Okay, so let's kick it off with some numbers. I'm a numbers person. Um, Video is used by 80 plus, it's like 83 actually, 83% of marketers. Um, Using video on your landing page can convert, um, it can increase your conversion up to 80%. Um, There's other stats like video is 1,200% more likely to be shared. I'm really like stumbling over my words, you guys. Oh, you're doing video is 1200% more likely to be shared than just text and image alone. So from a marketing standpoint, it's extremely instrumental, which is great. But what's the reason that you market? It's to add value to your client, to serve them in a way, to get them to know, like, and trust you. So video is one of the fastest ways that you can do that because you can put face to camera and talk and just show up as a person that you are. And sorry, Siri just went off in my head. (laughs) So that's one of the benefits is being able to show up as a person and connect with somebody else, especially in this digital world. People want to see and learn from video. They also really like to watch and learn different things on video rather than reading about it. So if you um, have a business where you're teaching people how to do things and you can boil it down in a one minute long video instead of like a two, two to three paragraph Um, bit of text, people are going to just gravitate towards that. Yeah. I also feel like at least when I'm teaching and even 
on social media, when I'm sharing things, sometimes I don't have time to write things out. And so on those days, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to do a video and people relate to it so much more because they can see me like in my pajamas or in this like crazy work from home space. And they're like, Oh, I get it. Like I get what she's going through. And I'm, it makes you almost more credible for them to hear and see you. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing with video that you can utilize, it's not just face to camera. So you can do videos about a client testimonial or an impact story or before and after you can tell those transformational stories. Um, You could do a brand story video where you include uh, different photos or footage of you working with a client. So basically when you are using video, you can paint a picture for your client so that they can see what you're creating and envision themselves living that out. So that's another really strong way to back up the message that you're giving through uh, your emails on your website and your social media is video will just speak to that directly. Yeah, I love that so much. So you, you dove into the next question I have, which what types of videos should you consider and why? And so you talked a little bit about client testimonials and brand story. Is there other types of videos that are helpful? Um, and what do you recommend? Sure. So if you have a product, we'll start with product-based businesses because product and service, there's certainly overlap. But if you have a product-based business, um, one thing that you can do is you can have a a tutorial video. So let's pretend you have, let's just use my water bottle as an example Mm -hmm. and say it has like a really cool filter that you could put fruit in. So you could do a tutorial on how to make like mango, strawberry, water, whatever. And you can do that tutorial video and then people can see it and they can go step by step and watch. And then they feel like, okay, that's tangible. That's approachable. I can do that. So a tutorial video is one idea if you have a product-based business. Um, Secondly, if you have a product-based business, and this is where we'll get some overlap, but those client testimonials, those are great social proof. So if you have somebody that said like, oh my gosh, I used to hate water until I got Holly's water bottle that I can put my favorite fruits in it. And now I'm so hydrated. I love how it tastes. And I told all my friends about it. That's really, really powerful. That's great PR. So you can use video to tell stories. Again, you relate to people. Most people don't drink enough water, right? So that's a good way to make it, um, you're selling your product without you having to sell it. So that client testimonial. And then that transitions, if you have a service-based business, again, getting those testimonials, that social proof of saying like, I worked with Holly and she really helped me go from feeling insecure to strong and to fit and healthy. And she helped me change how my, I viewed my body based on her, um, the way that she talked about herself and shared her life. So that's another great way. And then, uh, like I said, a brand story video, Um, And then just simple, even FAQs. If you get a lot of, like if you're launching something and you have people asking you questions, you can just show up and do FAQs. Um, And that doesn't have to look like a really formal video production setup. So I'll tell tell you what you can do. You can start doing mini trainings on your social media. So once or twice a week, show up, prop your video in, in portrait instead of landscape if you want to, and do a minute long mini training. Try to hit on threes. Like I'm going to teach you the three things to do. Like today I did a mini training on the three things you need to know for video composition. So I walk people through, just show it up. I'm not super fancy. I've got my setup. I position myself in front of a window for that nice natural light. And then I did a mini training and that's great content because you're building authority. You're increasing your visibility and you're adding value to your either current or potential clients. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I 
personally have seen a ton of positive feedback on doing those mini trainings. I do the same thing. I try to do at least once, sometimes twice a week where it's like three things to X, Y, Z or five ways to, and a lot of times you're right. It does not have to be fancy. Like sometimes I'll literally just hold my phone up in front of a decent window and be like, okay, like here are the three things. Um, but it really does help with authority and, um, credibility. Yes, I have one more exciting announcement. Cue the sparkles and confetti because I'm so excited to share with you that we have officially opened the Crush the Rush community. Think of this as your one-stop shop for free monthly workshops, guest speakers, Monday pep talks from me, and so much more to really dig into and learn the tools you need to crush your business and avoid burnout. And because you know I love a good schedule, when you log in, it is all mapped out for you with what's going to happen and when. So I hope you are excited. I have been dreaming this up in my head for the last three years, and it's finally here. So make sure you join us. You can join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash crush the rush. And there are all kinds of goodies waiting for you. So when you talk about videos and now we have a different um, sort of a list of ones to choose from, how do you plan like what type of content you want to create? And then the big question is how do you fit it into your schedule? Because the question I always get is, well, I don't have time for that. I don't, I don't um, know how to fit it into an already crazy day. Uh, any tips or tricks there? Sure. So um, the one piece of advice I was given a while back in terms of posting any type of social media content, and this definitely applies to video, is posting around your brand pillars. So when you think about your brand pillars, that's the things that your brand is known for and stands for. So for me, it's video, branding, marketing, and I love to weave storytelling into all of those things. So when I create video content or show up to do mini mini trainings or even create social media content, I will rotate through those pillars. Um, Sometimes if people want to just focus on one pillar for that week, awesome, do it. If it's more fun for you to rotate through, you can do that as well. So those are ways that you can kind of think through the topics and you can do a brain dump. Like I have it on a whiteboard or notebook paper, or sometimes even a napkin where I say like, Oh, I want to teach on composition, or I want to teach on lighting, or I want to teach on what branding versus brand identity is. So write those things down. And that's how you can generate those content topics. And then time, time is huge. Like you said, Holly, (laughs) I am queen of efficiency because I've got crazy two-year-old, a newborn, a nine to five, which I go back to next week. And this business that I'm trying to continue to have thrive. So the best thing you can do, and this will be fun too, if you like to like dress up is you can set out three videos that you're going to do in one time. I'm not kidding about this either. You can lay out your outfits, throw up your iPhone. That's fine. And do your mini trainings, do one mini training, throw your hair in a braid, put a different top on, do a second mini training, throw it in a top bun with a t-shirt, do another mini training. And then save those and you can post them throughout the week. So you can carve out 30 minutes of time and, and you know, really you probably don't even need that much if you have, oh, here's a tip. Um, whenever you're going to create your videos, try to write a couple bullet points of the topics you want to stay on. Like, again, stick to that rule of threes of the three things you're going to teach. 
write some bullet points so you can stay on track and you that way well, your viewer will be more engaged too. But then as you go through from one mini training to the next or one video to the next, you can just knock them out. Yeah, I love that. I love the outfit changes too. I am guilty of that. And if you um, have ever taken any of my courses or in any of my groups, I wear a jean jacket consistently. <laughs> like I'll have a t-shirt on and I'll be like, oh, put the jean jacket on. I'll look much better. Yeah. Um, it's like my Zoom, my Zoom jacket. What do they call oh. it? Like capsule wardrobe or whatever. I yes. definitely don't have one. So <clears throat> I actually do like capsule wardrobe. That's, but yeah, having just like a quick change is really helpful. And I actually do the same thing on Sundays. I will, or whenever I'm like showered and dressed, I'll knock out like two or three videos. So I have them and can use them for later. Um, any, just as we sort of wrap up any new sort of video production, best practices, like you mentioned, getting dressed and, um, bright lighting, anything else that would be helpful to sort of newbies in this space? Absolutely. Okay. So the biggest thing that you can do, it doesn't matter if you have a $5,000 camera, I'm hoping you don't still have a flip phone, but even if you do, (laughs) there's some basic practices in terms of framing yourself making sure you have good lighting and focusing on audio. Now, I Holly's going to link to this guide for you guys. It's a, a really easy get started with video guide. So to help you kind of overcome your fear of filming and fall in love with video storytelling. So within that, I'll point to more tangible things. I will also give you a list of a couple editing tools, um, types of lights and whatnot. But the best thing that you can do, let's say you want to do a mini training tomorrow. Grab your phone. If you don't have a tripod, find some books. Prop it up on that. Position yourself in front of um, some good natural lighting. Make sure it's not too strong. And then what you'll do, and if you don't have like a window, you can put a lamp behind your camera. The main thing is you want to place the light source in front of you. So it'd be behind the camera. That way you're well lit. When your viewer can see you, they feel more connected. So lighting is key. The second thing you want to do in terms of composition, depending on how you're filming, if you are filming uh, vertical, like on Instagram stories, you'll want to fill as much of the frame as you can with yourself. Now, if you're standing far back, that's fine, but people want to see your face. So a medium to close-up shot is best. And when I say medium to close-up, think chest and up. So you can get really close, um, not too close because you don't want to scare people. (laughs) And then, so you have your, your framing and you also want to place your camera eye level. Now, if you are kind of running and gunning and you've got books, like try to stabilize it the best you can, but placing your camera eye level will help your audience feel like you're in the room with them, talking to them. So that's a good way to do that. So you've got your lighting, you've got your composition. And then the third thing that I really want to stress is quality audio. You can certainly use your built-in microphone, especially for those more informal MIDI trainings. But if you are going to be doing um, a piece that's going to live a little bit longer, like maybe it's your brand story video that's on your website, or maybe you're setting up that client testimonial, I would invest in a, in a microphone, a better quality microphone. Um, depending on what your video setup is going to be, you can use a $20 lavalier microphone, which is a lapel mic. So if you ever see mics being pinned to people's shirts, that's a lapel mic. Those can plug directly into your phone. You can utilize a podcast mic if you have it, just position it outside of the camera. But that quality audio, you'd be amazed the difference that it can make in your production, your production quality. Because you and I, 
as people, when we're in a room talking with each other, we can filter out other background noise. Like if you listen, you can hear the AC humming or a car driving by and we can still carry on. But when you're filming something, all those sounds come into your microphone source at kind of that same level. So really for your message to be clear, we need to see you. We need to feel like we're in the room with you, right? So that's lighting, composition, and then your audio really comes into play. So 20 bucks and an iPhone will get you started if you, and then you can work your way up depending on the level of quality that you need for your video productions. Yeah. And I think the microphone is a great tip. I just recently got a new one and it makes a huge difference and it's not complicated at all. You literally plug it in. So for me, it's like grab the zoom jacket and plug my microphone in. And then you're like, then you're professional for the day. Exactly. A Um, lot of people feel like it's this big intimidating thing, but you can do it. And Really, it's just breaking it down into those tangible steps. Yeah. So the last question is kind of pivoting a little bit, but as a new mom who's working full time, um, any tips or general advice for just starting something new or trying to fit um, maybe a little more video into your schedule? Sure. Um, My biggest tip, honestly, give yourself grace. I think so. I'm an Enneagram one. So if you guys are not an Enneagram or maybe you are, that is the perfectionist. So for me, I like rules. I like to do things well. And um, sometimes if I wait till it's perfect, I'm never going to do it. So I need to give myself grace and understand that progress is better than perfection. And so showing up, people want to see you. They want to know you. They don't need to see this perfectly curated version. And a lot of the time, that's the thing that will hold us up from video. So more tangibly, how do you give yourself grace? Well, maybe that means that you are going to dance it out before you hit record. (laughs) You'll feel, honestly, you'll feel a lot more at ease. Maybe you're going to do a dry run and just talk through it, delete that cut and then do another one. I try to say like stick to under three cuts because you can always go back and try to nitpick something. But again, people just want to see you and hear your message. Um, Third tip, if you have a friend or family member nearby or a photo of them, put it behind the camera and pretend like you're talking to them. So I think when you get started, you have to give yourself grace. You have to understand you're going to mess up. You will get better. Nobody starts as, as a, you know, the expert in something, but it's better to show up and get started than to not do it at all. Yeah. I love that so much. I'm an Enneagram three and I have sort of that perfectionist piece that comes into play. So I know a lot of listeners can probably um, relate to that. And thank you so much. This was so helpful. And I, I will link the, um, the different, um, tips that she gave in the show notes, as well as some of the equipment and things, um, that she referenced. And so at the end of each podcast, I always ask three questions and these are probably my favorite. Um, what is your morning routine right now? Okay. So I, I love to have this routine. It doesn't happen all the time because, you know, two and a half year old and newborn, but in my ideal morning, I'd wake up, Um, I have my coffee and I go to sit out on my deck and I try to do some quiet time. So I do my devotions, um, do some journaling, and then I'll go in, make breakfast for the family. Then either, you know, off to work in my super long commute of just walking upstairs to my office. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that's really kind of how I start my day. Um, And if I can't like sit down and do journaling or devos, I'll try to listen to um, just a playlist on Spotify or something just to kind of ground me for the day. Yeah, I love that. What is one resource that has helped you the most on your journey? Okay, so I was thinking resource and I was thinking into like a tool or technology, but really the biggest resource for me has been community. 
So having other like-minded women um, to bounce ideas off of and be in community with, to be there to support each other, not just to be supported, but to offer that support back has really been instrumental in my business and my personal success. I love that too. I think that's so important. The last one is just fun, but if you had one superpower, what would it be? Okay. So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie About Time. It has Rachel McAdams in it. It's lovely. It's on Netflix, I think. But um, the concept of about in About Time is that the main one of the main characters can travel back in time. And you know, some people will travel back to do things differently, but he travels back just to enjoy that moment more. So times when he's like, you know, run over by worry or whatever, but he knows it's going to work out. He'll go back to that moment. So I think for me, I'm again a perfectionist and like to look be future thinking, but I, I would like to go over some key moments in life and be more present and just enjoy them more thoroughly. So I would travel back in time to not change things, but to just enjoy it more fully. I love that. What a great way to end. So thank you, Liz, so much. I know I have like two pages of notes here and I just thought of like five things and I'm like, oh, I need to go do that. I need to fix that. So I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you. 